Hi, your name's Andrew Baxter. Your name's Mark Copes. And this, and this is, is Puppies and Puppies Watermelon. Watermelon. What are we talking about this week, Copes? This week we are talking about the cop yeah mystery. Again. We're trying anyway. <laughs> we're going to talk about holograms. Uh, we're going to be talking about a very important survey that uh, is sweeping the nation. And we're also going to talk about the life of the party. Sounds like another cracking episode. Yep, already calling it. Already calling it. 10 out of 10. 10 out of is 10. Is this episode 25? It would be. This is episode 25. Hmm. Here we are, Lamar. Quarter of a century. Quarter of a century. This, this episode soon will be the same number as my age. It's also the last episode ever of Puppies and Watermelon. That's not true. Colin. That's not true. <laughs> Don't call that. <laughs> Don't it. call that. That's it. There's never another episode of Puppies and Watermelon. It's We've your talked fault. about this. It has to end some stage. Well, I suppose it does. No, well, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't actually. It can go forever. You just keep on going. We'll just pass the baton on when we're too old. <laughs> Two. I don't know. Someone. Hopefully that's a long way down the road. That's so we... true. That's true. That's true. But it's not point, the last one, by the way. By that point, there'll be plenty of people to take over. And yeah. no, it isn't the last one. We've got to keep them going. Anyway, the copier mystery is what I wanted to take, tell you about. You're not allowed that segue. That's, about... That segue does not count. We didn't we, get to talk about it last week. In, uh, I briefly week whispered it while you were away. Um, I probably mentioned it briefly on the show before, and I've got all these theories about it, and I'm not sure what exactly is true. But... I'm not a big redditor, but you know about Reddit. redditor. Is that what it's called? Yeah, is that yeah. is that the that the noun for a person yeah, who reddits? Yeah, like reddits. So obviously you're not a redditor. I'm not a redditor, no. And I've got mates that are very big into Reddit, and I've, I'm a passive redditor. I, I, Reddit is the kind of thing I look at and I go, surely this is better than I think that looks. So I look at it and go, what's the big deal? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, but but some people. That's are the appeal of it, though, is that you, it it gets rid of half the population who look at it and go, this is nothing. But it's another thing where it's just going to be you just get to shout at the same people who are shouting the same things back, and it's just a. But there's a rage. lot of them. There is a lot of them. Like there was one time where I've had a comic that went to number one on the on a subreddit, which was a subreddit about hospitality, and so you went to the top of a hospitality Reddit. It was a hospitality comic. That that's a theme, right? Yep. And it like got more visits in the space of a couple of hours on my website than my comic had done all year. So you just need to get your foot to the top of a Reddit comment. And well, the thing is, none of those people stayed around. Like, it's it's not a sticky audience. They they visit, they look, and they go. That's kind of how comics work. Mm, I'll debate that. That's how you comics work that. now, which is very sad. It's how, dude, it's how the internet works. We're already getting distracted. But let me just say, like, the internet now is very much that... Um, there's this river called the internet and uh, it's, it's Facebook has a little, has a little, a cute little, um, river tree, is that the one you look little, uh, little bank on the river. Okay. Just at this particular corner of the river, there's this little bank and it's, it's very beautiful. It's quite a big bank. There's like a nice sandy patch. They've imported sand, laid it Got on the river. Got quite a few billboards now. Yeah. Yeah. But there's also, there's canoes there. There's all sorts of cool things at this river bend. Further upstream, like before that was built, there was this little one, this little, um, place called Tumblr. Before that, there was a little place. There's all these little places along the river. And if you go to visit the Facebook campsite, you'll see all these things come past you. You'll see like a cat video just swim past you. And you see the cat video and you go, wow, like, like that. And it disappears down the internet somewhere else. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you also see like this sad post about someone or this person ranting about how their grocery store is um, thing is just so expensive. Right. Can you just make just turn the gain down on your mic? I forgot. Oh, the gain, the gain, so the gain. Oh, on the other side, top one. Turn that all the way to count left, all the way to left. Sorry, all, all the way, way, all the way, all the way. And then set the other one beneath it. Yeah. To point to the third one along. Ding. That sounds much better. Coach probably sounds a lot better now. Go on. Oh, was I really? <laughs> I was clipping it. Yeah. Am I the top one? Oh. You're the top one. Sorry. I'm sure it will come back. I'll just speak Latin. No, that's better. Um. So everything just comes past on the river and as an observer on the river, that's great, all right? Because you're getting all this different stuff. Let's face it, who doesn't like just sitting next to a river just watching stuff mm. float by? Exactly. And you get to see all these cool leaves and these cool little model ships come past. You get to Help. see the idiots go down a sandbank and hit the head on the ramp that they put at the bottom of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All that sounds like a story. <laughs> all these cool things. However, if you are a person that makes intricate... Um, leaf boats. Right. It's not a good day for you because you make this cool thing. Everyone sees it, 
and then they forget about it because now there is a um, picture of a cat falling out of the door. <laughs> exactly coming down as well. So what I'm saying is very good for the observer because I see all this random stuff. But if you make something in particular that you want an audience, that's not good at all, right? It used to be that when you want to see something, you even remember the URL and you'd visit the website every day to see if there's any updates. I still do this with a lot of sites. I know, but you're trained to do that. Ah, and also, if I get a new one, I, I don't go back. Exactly. It's only the old ones that you remember. Like, I remember these ones that I particularly always went to. Newgrounds? So, Did you ever go to Newgrounds? No, but I wouldn't. But I, that's, right. I get what you mean. That is yeah. an example. And where am I going with that? Reddit, I guess, is an example. Get back to it. There's a comic that's going on there and it gets thousands of visits. But once that passage is gone, once it's floated past the Reddit station on the river, forget about it. It's no longer there anymore. Where it used to be, you would, you know about this, uh, this float, floating guy that makes boats out of leaves. And you'd go visit him every few months just to see if he's made something new. And then maybe if you're really into him, you follow him for you know every week for a while, and then you kind of drop off. And then but you eventually, go back and, you'd remember to go back to and see him. And you've been to watch it for ages. Yeah, yeah. this is it's a very bad example of what I'm saying. But basically, the internet has changed. Has it, or has it just got bigger? The way people consume it has changed. That's very what's much. Sad. Like you can have something be a hit and get lots of shares, but no one is going to follow the person that shares it, or in particular, it's probably and freebooting doesn't help. No, exactly. When someone copies it and pastes it, and yeah. and they get the shares when not. As soon as as soon as it's getting discredited, that's well not discredited. As soon as the credit's going in the wrong way, then you would, and that happens all over the place. Exactly, especially yeah, yeah. especially when Facebook's gift task gift task it now. Oh. I, I nearly got there. I nearly got <laughs> gift task Anyway, going back, that's a, that's a small rant there. Anyway. <laughs> You're pro Reddit then. <laughs> I'm not sure what I am. Uh, the copyist <laughs> mystery though. Um, is uh, I got invited to this subreddit and which is very, uh, uh very honoured I guess. It's this subreddit of about eight hundred people, and you get there and there's which a few points out for Reddit that's quite exclusive. It is, it is. Because if you if you say oh I'm in this little thing in town it's got eight hundred people you're like that's not that little is it? Yeah, and and it's stuck at eight hundred so they kind of did this invited a whole bunch of people. And you get there and there's this sticky note saying, so you've been invited, uh, now what? And there's this spiel about like, hey, this is a really cool place. It's Imagine it's like a house party and everyone's cool and there's no dickheads I here. I feel it's more like one of those things where it's a film about a place where all the creative people get invited if they're really special and they're going to have this wonderful life together. Come and join us, coach. Well, yeah, it is very... Come and um, join us. It is very cultish slash... It's, it's like a murder mystery show and everyone's there. No one knows why they've been invited. But we have a ping pong table. We do, and it's a great fun. <laughs> everyone's friendly. We've established this. Everyone's great. And Are you coming to the goat sacrifice saying, later? <laughs> all these threads saying, I've no idea why we're here, but I'm grateful to be here. It's just this really cool vibe. And this mystery is there for a while. And... And it was kind of, I thought of it much like uh, the Lost TV show. Everyone's deserted on this island. We all have our stories, but we don't know why. I still need to watch Lost. It's a great show. From what I remember, I only watched the first season. And then recently something happened where they had this Telegram chat, which is apparently this chat app they have, and blah, blah, blah. I never really got onto the Telegram, but um, moral of the story, all the moderators of the Reddit of the subreddit uh, got removed and it's now an abandoned subreddit. There's no moderators and all the posts are automatically tagged, not safe for work. Sounds like the wild west. It's just... And and also the tab, if you have the tab open, the, the, the title of the page, which means the header of your browser window says copiers over or something. Have a nice life all. And I was like, what? Is, you just created this amazing world. And now you've left. What does this mean? And have you left on purpose? Was it an accident? Nobody knows if this was all set up to be... Like, we're all invited as a set-up experiment, but nobody knows if they left us. So you think that there's a load of people in white coats somewhere just making notes and going, hmm, interesting. It's like an experiment of an experiment. And apparently the story going around is the the person who started it, who had also tried this before, had this massive... This flame-out happened on the telegram thing the chat and he kicked off all the moderators 
and he abandoned the thing. And now the other moderators are trying to get approval from Reddit to re to, to reassign themselves as moderators. I would have thought an 800-person subreddit would not be big enough for Reddit to deal with. That pretty much seems to be the case. No one's like, this hasn't been rescued at all. And, and now the thing is, all the people in there are saying, it looks like and it's an abandoned subreddit, but I'm happy to still be here. <laughs> so like the place is now flourishing. Again. What has happened? No, pretty much the same thing. The, and it's just a mystery. No one has a clue why I got started, why we're all invited there. And some people have tried to say like, well, I do this, you know, this, this happens. And, and there's no other comic dudes there. And I've been referred to as the comic guy. I mentioned that before. I've screenshotted yeah. it. It's the first ever time someone's called me the comic guy. I was amazed. I wonder if he was talking about someone else. Yeah, it could have been <laughs> someone else. Could have been someone else. But yeah, it's just, it's interesting. And it's, it's fun because, I don't know, like you get these kind of mysteries on TV shows, but it's kind of like this thing happening in real life. I love real world mysteries. Mm. Going on a little, like, little adventure hunt or something. Oh. Did an escape room yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, got really angry when he had to. Uh, we had to ask for help. Hate having to ask for help, and then they come in and they give you help, and you go, "Oh yeah, that's 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 annoyingly obvious." I wish we'd seen that before. Which one did you go to? We did one where you're, the the scenario is kidnapped. It was a place called Roomsgate. Was that what's called? Ultimate Roomsgate. Ultimate Roomsgate. Suburb. It's up north in um, Malaga. Malaga. Malaga, as you would Malaga. say. Well. Malaga is... Is that off know, Cockburn Road? Cockburn? Yeah. What is wrong with calling it Cockburn? Mm, I don't know. You asked Malaga. If anyone who doesn't live in Perth <laughs> wouldn't know anything about this, but <laughs> there's a place called Cockburn, and for, in the own, it is the only known instance in the English language where a CK at the end of a word is pronounced as ugh, mm. and it becomes Coburn. Mm. Just well, so sometimes they don't say cock. Yeah. <laughs> you're walking down the street, you unfly, uh, unzip your pants, and you're like, would you like to see my co? Burn. No one says that. <laughs> would you, would you, well, I, I still don't know why no one else seems to realise how funny Cockburn Central is as a name for a station. Nowhere else in the Perth network has Central at the end of it, but they decided to put it on Cockburn. <laughs> so now we've got Cockburn Central, but no, apparently it's not funny. And it is quite a... Um, the, the highway around Cockburn is quite long. And it's, there's a lot of flow happening through it, and it gets a lot, very congested a lot. I'm not sure what that means. I don't know where you're going with that. No. <laughs> but this room escape went well. Did you end up passing it after cheating? Sorry, getting the hint? Getting the hint. Oh, that's how it feels. It that's does. how it feels. I did after someone else. So at the end of this one, there's a point when he okay. basically splits you up, and you all get your own box, and in the box, there's a little thing, and it says, save yourself, and it has a little puzzle for you to solve and annoyingly I was not the first one to solve it I was a bit annoyed the, the lock that I was using was a bit sticky and it, I, I, put the, I put the correct number in a couple of times I think it didn't open huh. uh, and then I eventually do unlock mine who did it first? Uh, was it Karis? no it was me was it you? <laughs> come on mate no, Karis, no, staring Karis, at Karis, you Karis was before you yeah. um, so Tammy gets out first and then um, she comes back in to help everyone else and then when I saw March, doesn't come to help. By the way, no one came to help me. But when I saw mine, I'm just gone. I was like, out. That's it. Going to go sit in the lobby, sit down, play with Rubik's Cube. And then they come like, oh, my God, I can't believe you left us. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to go and say, the card says save yourself. So that's what I did. And they're like, yeah, but you can't just leave us behind. And like, save yourself. <laughs> but it's so unfair. Save yourself. <laughs> but I love those little, like, problem solving things. But, the, but I'm so competitive when it comes to it. Because it's like, here's a puzzle and you need to solve it. And I'm like, oh, I don't need all you other people here. I'm going to solve this myself. Get <laughs> out of the way. Have you tried to book out a room escape just one person? I would. I would. But they're all about, oh, no, you need to have at least Teamwork. so many people. And, oh, it's team building. I'm like, it's not team building. I'm going to spend an hour arguing with you. <laughs> it's going to be you like, are the problem in yeah. team. It's like the thing is, if, if there's always... You know, there's always the crazy person in the group of friends. And yep. if your group of friends doesn't have the crazy person, it's you. you yep. It's like the same with the team building. You're like Every team building has the dominating smart ass that knows it all and is horrible. And if your group doesn't have it, it's you. It's you. And the problem with team building is that if there's one person who's just like, get out of the way, then that team's not going to build. Let's go, let's, let's go, uh, let's, let's go go-karting so we can go team building and you're there going, I'm going to win. <laughs> Screw all of you. Let's, let's go, let's go paintballing. Yeah, let's go team building. I'm going to shoot you all in the face. <laughs> That's you, huh? Yeah. yeah. I mean, team building, we went, went uh, sailing for the Christmas party mm -hmm. uh, at work. And as soon as I was on the water, I was like, we're going to win. I'm so how'd win. you go when you weren't the first out of the room? I was pretty annoyed. 
Yeah, I bet. I was, I was really upset. I was really upset. I walked out. I was like, I thought there was another room to it. So I walked through and I was like, oh. We're done. Is this another room? <laughs> like in the hallway. <laughs> we even had the best. We did do a couple of room escapes with Eugene. And uh, the, that was the first one we went to. And it was good. And this isn't having a go. Like the, the business was run. It's going to sound extremely racist. I shouldn't have pre Okay, right. How, no, yeah, go on. Keep, dig your way out this one. Help. No, the keep going. This is run by Asians. <laughs> and, that's, and that's okay. There's no saving this coast. I'm sure that's like a big thing in all of Asia. Like this is very, it's not an, a Western idea, this room escape thing. It sounds like it is Western if you are filming Saw 7, like get out right, of this yeah. room. But it's very much like, it feels like a Japanese thing in particular. Bring on the wall. <laughs> But there was unfortunate that a few of the clues were written in a broken English fashion. Ah. So, for instance, like one of them, one one of the people is a mole, and you're given a card, and the person that was given the card, like Rice, when he read it, yeah. he was a bit confused, and it wasn't obvious that he was the mole. Like he was a bit confused on what he had to do exactly. So that's unfortunate right. that the clues weren't um, particular. We did figure it out, but that was a. A slight hindrance to it. Did you have to help him figure it out? Oh, by the way, right, so this, this means you're the mole, so you should be hiding that from us. <laughs> you're not meant to be telling us this. Not a very good player at faking it. Room escape's fun, though. I like okay. that there's more of these businesses popping up, like weird Little businesses. experiences and like that. The only problem with them is that once you've done it, you've, you've done that one. But they do rotate the scenarios. Yeah, they've got a couple of different ones, and they, you know, you'd hope they keep on bringing in new ones. Mm -hmm. But they're, they're the kind of thing where you do one, you're just like, I say I need to do another. Because it's like it's like a real life video game. You need to ace them all. Yeah, so we were playing Monkey Island earlier, mm -hmm. and that's a point to click adventure. An escape room is an actual point to click adventure, but you're in there pretty actually much. doing it. Pretty much. And what are you doing? You're just going to try and find the code for this one and put it into that lock and do this and this, and it's so great. And, and then you got other people there trying to get in the way. Everybody else. Everyone's just slowing you down. And pretty much every room has a piece of furniture or a wall that moves, and that I love. Like when I first when you saw first do, when you just that like, the wall moved, I'm like, this is what I dreamed as a kid that my parents had had a secret passageway somewhere in the house. That's all I wanted, a secret passageway. I, I used to look for it. Yeah. I used to always look like, maybe we'll have a basement we don't know about. Yeah. Maybe we can go, maybe I'll find it and go in it. And, and now you look back and you go, well, there isn't. You just, there just isn't. But these ones, the first one I ever went to, I'll walk in the room, I'm like, oh, this is a nice little room. This is okay. And then when we opened the cupboard to go into the next room, I was just like, oh my God, I had no idea that was there. This is awesome. Yeah. You're stepping through into another room and you're like, wow. I loved, loved every second of it. But then when you think the realities of that, like if you do that in your house, like the builder's going to know that it's there. The builder will probably tell yeah, someone Yeah, how else. do these people build their rape dungeons? Like, is it a inside job or something? I don't know. We'd have to ask... Rapists, I think. <laughs> you meant, uh, you didn't mean that kind of dungeon. You meant like a, a secret... How do people build their secret theatres that they have in the house? Theaters, you know? There we go, the secret theatres, their the special one. room. Do you remember when, like, and let's look at one example, Star Wars. In Star Wars, when they're talking to people far away, what do they do? They bring up a hologram so they can see them. Mm -hmm. We have this with Skype. How often do you, uh, how often do you actually do a video call with people to talk to them? And not just Skype, you can do it on your smartphone anytime. You can do it on Facebook. Video you can do thing, it on yeah. so many different things. Uh, so this wonderful thing where you can see the person you're talking to in real time. How often Never do you use that? used it. How much would you like to spend large amounts of money so that you can have them actually uh, as a little hologram there? It depends. Probably not. You know, you'd use it once, like when you first use Skype, you went, wow, this is amazing. And then you realize that's actually really It'd be good for specific things like um, with family, if you lived overseas. Yeah, that's or the only time I use long -term Skype. long-term distance relationships? Literally, the only time I use Skype is to talk to my family. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But if I had the option for a hologram, I'm like, well, this is cool and it's fun for a bit, but I'm pretty sure they got it right 100 years ago or whenever it was when they made the telephone because audio calls are just a lot more convenient. However, I do wonder how much of that is shaped by the fact that I didn't use it to start with because video was uh, very it's expensive. Very expensive and it wasn't great to start off with. You used up your data. But even now, you could. How often do you ever try and video call anyone? Except when I accidentally group called our entire frisbee team. Yeah, that was a bit sudden. I'm there at work, <laughs> about to leave, about to leave, go for the game, and Copes suddenly sends me a video message. I'm starting Not the just me. Call. Everyone, and I'm just there looking around, going, oh, I'm kind of, I'm at my desk. I mean, well, no one else is in the office, so I guess, I guess I could jump on. 
And literally, that was all my entire thought process. In that time, two other people joined. Yeah. And then everyone left. Yeah. Because from my, <laughs> my point of view, I've sat in the, I've got in the car, about to go to Frisbee. And I've quickly fired up Messenger to see if, because I've turned off my notification. Little uh, public service announcement. If anyone sends me Facebook notices, I don't get them until I check them because I turn off. I don't like getting notified about messages. I'll check it when I bloody That's a good idea. I, I, I get really annoyed with the messages because these messages, they tend to be, for the next... 15 minutes, this thing's going to go off all the time. But, ting, 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 especially ting, ting. Facebook Messenger, you can only snooze it for up to a day. In the app, they don't let you snooze it for longer than that. So you have to do it on your phone. You have to hold but down the notification. Why would you need to snooze it for longer? If you want to turn notifications off. Mm-hmm. The app you will not can, let you turn it off completely. You can, you can just turn notifications off for the app. No, you can't. You can do it on your phone, yep. not within the app. Yep. That's clever by them because not many people know how to turn off notifications for an app. No, some people... And all it is is literally holding on to the notification and clicking block all. But so smart for Messenger because they know people are on their ecosystem. They know people are messaging. Yep, messaging. 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 (laughs) And they know that every time that happens, it dings. It just reinforces you to use their platform. So smart. That's pretty good. Anyway, more of a story. I checked it before leaving and they just updated the app and it's all these buttons down the bottom. Somehow I must have pressed the wrong thing because I'm looking down at it. And there's, you know how sometimes when you scroll too far in that yeah. app, it shows you the video because it says, do you want to send a photo of yourself? And you're like, yeah. fuck no, no, I don't. Like, <laughs> and I close out of it and then I hear like my phone say like, what's up, Copes? And I'm like, oh, shut up, phone. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. And it's recording. I'm like, I go back. And if anyone had connected to the conference call, it's me like looking down like with my three chins. Yes, people <laughs> had joined it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was so nervous because people were like... By the way, that was impressive that you managed to go like to a group chat that wasn't... Not many people have been mentioning that recently. You just went, phone, video call, and more than one person picked up straight away. If no one had said anything, I could have put that down and people could have watched me drive for the next 30 minutes. <laughs> That's what's scary. Oh, I would have watched that. And I don't think... I know people would do. And I don't think I do anything while driving. But, but let's say I do. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, that's it. You just the things you do in the comfort you know, you, of your own you're gonna car. Be there, you're going to be there eating an apple with one hand and I don't know what you're doing with the other one. But Driving. Yeah, there we go. Driving. So you don't think holograms will take off? No. no. What's the point? Because there's no reason for it to actually... It doesn't add anything to, think, to talking. Video calls add very little. I mean, why do we bother doing them? I, I, yeah, I can see you. Great. I mean, I understand, yes, it's easier to have a conversation with someone in person. Mm-hmm. So maybe if you could make it really, really, really good, it would be all right. But I don't see that being worth it because for the very foreseeable future, it's just going to be easier to actually go and meet someone most of the time. Yeah. Unless they're on the other side of the world, in which case, you know, you can get on a plane. Is that, is that basically you... That's pretty much basically it. Basically, you just, wanted to bring it up to shit on it. That's that's most of my topics. Yeah. Isn't it? I'm thinking, like, is, is there anything that you could would, add to a video call which I would make it better? I think holograms will come important in augmented reality. So you think you could have them as, like, in the AI sense, where you can have it as a physical representation of, of a computer program? Uh, I think in the sense of, I'll give you an example in how, for some reason when I was a kid, I was fat, this is when MUDs were around, that's like, Multi-user dungeons, um, dungeons. So it's like dungeons. Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons, not esque, but quest-based adventure game, but in text, text only. Yep. So you, uh, there's it tells you where you are in this room, and there's exits here, and there's these things you can interact with. Isn't there something that's on the uh, the Caltex's website as well? Uh, but this was a no. That's a interactive story, but this is live with other people playing. Oh, okay. So there's different people inhabiting this world with you. It's very early internet, but awesome. Like a chat room, but in a world with multiplayer. I, I do love that the older type of games were really nerdy ones, and everyone has to go at people for being nerdy, and we go, yes, but because they exist, you now have Facebook. Exactly, yeah. And now it's mainstream. Yeah. Yes, I think like Nerds World of Warcraft, but in text. That's basically what a mud is. Grind, 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 grind. But there are grind, quests grind. Okay. and that kind of thing. Um, go and get 60 I warthogs. Going? I don't know where you're going with that. Um... Um, holograms holograms ah so there's a while there during that phase where that was all fascinating to me and like the sims was coming out and that was fascinating to me and there was things like sims online which fascinating is like you could go online with friends 
and hang out in the virtual house. Isn't that awesome? Sounds really gay now. You, really low. Yeah, you go. You could just go and see them. Oh, no, exactly. But hang out online. <laughs> that said, I used to spend a lot of time, like all of my time, go to school, talk to my friends, go home, log on to Messenger. Fifty-six K Messenger. Um, That's it. Modem. Go in. Go into a chat room with them or like a group message with them, and then just talk to them for all the time until I go. Until I should have been in bed a long time ago. Before that, and then go to sleep, get up, go see them at school. Yep. And that that messenger then progressed to. Uh, a 2D room, like a, things like Habbo Hotel. Did you ever hear about that kind nope. of thing? It's kind of like a Sims thing. It's like this virtual hotel where you can go there, meet people, chat. But instead of in a chat room, you're in a 2D chat mm, game. What's the um, What was the game which was the life sim that you could go and join that was massive in Korea? Oh, oh, oh. Second World? Second, second World, life? yeah. Second oh, life? we spoke about this before, didn't we? <laughs> Never mind. Go Murdoch on. Uni had a Second Life World of the campus. They thought it was going to be big. Well, it was big before. Well, yes, yeah, so it was very brief. Like by even by today's standards, it was very brief. Oh no, it probably wasn't that brief. Maybe I'm exaggerating because I wasn't actually on it. No, I believe it was was had pretty cult status. Like there were probably like uh, yeah, withdrawal symptoms from people. But I guess uh, what I was saying is, in that kind of respect, I can imagine it being appealing if you had mates, because more and more people living on other sides of the world, and you have. You, traveling is more common. You have friends all around the world. You could say, for instance, when you're in London, mm. you could augment reality and go like, bang, I'm sitting on your couch. Just like you could do in real life, but you can't because you're in another country. And then you can have a beer with your friend on the other side of the world, even though they're on the other side of the world. Exactly. And it's only 3am in the other country. It's fine. You can you have could, a beer. I mean, what, what could be better than a VR bar than a VR bar? Yeah. See, there's two ways around An it. An AR bar. An AR bar. Hmm. So you just walk into a bar and then put it on your headset and suddenly all your friends are in the same yeah, bar. What if there's the same bar set up all around the world? This is actually a really good business idea. We should write this down. <laughs> no, just think, isn't that great? That's and great. you can inhabit the same bar because it's physically there. So you, they so could you do you that with VR anyway. But you have like a lobby where you go you go and join the same bar exactly. lobby as like, your let's friends. Let's imagine this room existed in London and here. Yeah. So we can both physically sit on this couch but you appear on the couch over there because you're sitting over there. And then you can have like avatars and you mm -hmm, can have micro payments mm -hmm. to get beer. That'll happen. Or you can just get payments to get beer. This is good. We should, we Imagine a name. virtual reality bar. What would, we, what would you call it though? Um, Mates rates? I don't know. We, VR bar. Just VR, VR, VR bar. Yeah, just the VR bar. So you basically, you just whenever you want a new location, you know exactly how to lay it out. We just need a model, a bar in virtual reality. 3D model. And then we get the lifelong dream of running a bar. Just quietly, this episode is not going out for another 10 years. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not going out until we've, released, until we've made this Just idea. quietly, can we learn how to model a 3D room as a bar? And then you can sit at home and go to the bar with baits. And then all those times you're just like, oh, I'd love to go to the bar, but I don't want to drive home. You don't need to. You could be in your jocks. Just plug in. Oh, and you can actually drink a beer at home. Yeah, all those times when I'm like, oh, I'd really like to have a beer, but I don't want to drink alone. Would I like to have that $30 cocktail for like... $2 because I've got all the stuff here. Got all the stuff here. I can just have orange juice and ice. That's all it is. This is actually a great idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know if it's in that territory where we're, we're going, this is a great idea, or if it's actually mm. genuinely a great idea. We haven't bought that's anything. That's how good it is. We haven't bought anything yet, so that's good. <laughs> I think we might need to put some notes down. And VR okay. bar. VR bar. That's happening. VR bar. That, that would actually be a good idea. No, that is a good idea. Because you, you need lots of locations. The, but you could model it however you like. You could be on the top of a mountain. In the, the you, you could have been the flashiest bar in the comfort of your own home. But no, it's, it shouldn't be in the... So it's it's a place where you go. So the room is always the same setup. So the bar is the same shape. Are you talking augment, augmented reality? So yeah. there are physical things. Yeah, so you're actually going to a bar. Okay. And then when you go into the bar, you put on some... Oh, pardon me. So the bar might be empty. Is what you're the saying. bar might be empty. They might, yeah, you might be the, the only person in there. Be but because you, when you walk in there, you log in and sign into your friend's lobby mm -hmm. or like a, a public lobby, maybe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then there's just people there, even mm -hmm. though they're actually in a different location. Mm -hmm. And you just chat to them or have spend time with whatever you're doing in a in a in a bar, play pool, mm -hmm. play darts. I don't don't quite know how we get that to work. It all has to be virtual. Yeah, but that fair. basically well, mean, it means like if you want to go meet someone in a bar, but they don't actually live near you, you can just go. Both go to one of these venues mm -hmm. and you're in the bar together. Mm -hmm. I could see this in AR and VR. I think that's good. Which one would work better? Do you want it to 
because if it's AI, well, AI you could just add people setup. in. That's a lot more setup. It would be a huge amount of setup because be because you have to have capital and you have to have a place, physical place. And if it's VR, then you can basically have just a model a crap heap of a bar, but then just put a picture of a really nice bar over it. Mm-hmm. So think about it. you're going to have the hottest waitresses mm. and waiters. You're going to have the uh, you you're going to have some really kick-ass views. Uh, what else? What else would you if you could have like think about it, what would you have in a bar if you could have literally anything. You're gonna have like a car on the wall. Yeah. Have a spaceship. Mm-hmm. It could literally be modelled on the cantina from Star Wars. <laughs> just give everyone like everyone just gets their own little alien skin that oh. they can be in. And you could theme it based on movies. And Best worlds. bit, you can actually make it so that everyone can have their own soundtrack. Oh, so you listen to whatever music yeah, you, so you bloody can, well so, want to yeah, listen to. Yeah, so you can to. be like, oh, the jukebox, I'm just going to have it play my soundtrack. And it's just going to play it like it would be a jukebox for playing my music. And no one would know because you could install that feature without them knowing because you'd be just like... It'd be like a silent disco version too. <laughs> and you might be like, great song, huh? And you're like, yeah, it's my favorite. And like, me too. I'm like, great. You're listening to completely <laughs> different songs. That's why we're mates. But then, like Celine Dion, right? I was like, what? And then you... <laughs> <laughs> but you could also just be like... You, you know all those times when you're in the bar and you're just going, oh, I wish they'd turn the music down. You just, just go in your settings, turn it down. Turn music down, mates up. There we go, that's problem solved. Or, <laughs> mates, and, turn, music down, mates up. Just all the opposite. If you're, getting, if you're getting bored, just turn the music up and turn your friends down. Why start do bars nodding. have music so loud, God damn it. I don't know. It's just, okay. to, just to get you to drink more, I think. Because oh, you, you have to lubricate your throat. Cause you're but, this one's, this one, but this is going to stop that because you could just have it as under your settings. Oh, you'd have to model... A vomit though because you'd probably you probably drink could, more you could model it as a viking mead hall and just have like mm. feasts everyone's wearing like horned helmets they didn't mm. wear them but you know you can have that and then you can have whatever you want if you want a space themed one if you want a pirate themed one so you're saying these stupid holograms is actually the best idea ever. i i've completely <laughs> sold myself entirely on this and i've worked out just the reason that we actually oh, need to do this. it would be called bar but b ar so the B has to stand for something. Like the bar AR. So it's B is like a little B and then AR. Beer. B-R- augmented reality. Yeah, augmented reality. Oh my God. Oh, got a name. <laughs> uh, copy- we- anything we say is copyrighted. Yeah, copyrighted. Like- we- this is published. We have proof that this is out. Yeah. And our idea. So I don't know tough if luck counts. if you thought of that. we got to move quick on this. Jesus Christ. What if we get investors? What if people listen to this and they're like, that is a good the idea. Augmented reality. I'm in. We should go on Dragon. You know what? I, you know, I'm not going to give people permission because I don't give people permission. You cannot use this idea. If it happened and it existed, I'm happy for it to exist. I'm happy if it exists because of us. As long as we get a hefty. Oh, I'm more happy if that yeah. is the case. I'd be we... angry if it, angry but happy if someone. I mean, else if someone freeboots this idea, I will be upset. Mm. There must be a credit. And anyway, speaking of which, you could be the life of the party whilst you're there. Mm. Oh, you're not going to let me have that one. Okay, you can ring the bell. Just no, a little ring. Care. I don't care that one big. either. <laughs> I think you but could have moved there though. I could have got there if I'd been a bit more subtle. But that is just quite, that's I just suddenly remembered that we could do so. But think about it: when you go to a party, and all those times when you're thinking, "Ah, oh, I wish there was this here at this party, so I could do that. I could be pretty cool." It can be now. I'm actually going to look into 3D modeling and look into VR. Yeah, how, so how can we do programming it with for VR? AR. Well, AR or VR? VR be, I think VR would be better because then you can do... Literally. But the thing is, AR technology, I'm not sure if it will evolve because VR's here. Yeah, but are we, are, we, are we really looking for heavily augmented reality? So the bar itself is basically just a big room with no decoration. And it's just got things in certain places. Well, the augmented reality would work if that uh, blank canvas bar existed in real life. VR yeah. would work if you're doing it from home. But I don't know if that works. I, I mean, well, I suppose that could work. But the I think it needs to be more of a spectacle. It needs to be more of a, a Then you thing have to get to dressed up to go to that. No, you don't. But you have to go to... You a just walk in and just say, uh, what 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 suit do I want my character to have on today? I'm just going to have, so I'm gonna have a spangly pimp So real life world position wouldn't be in like a Northbridge. It'd be in some like bullshit suburb. No, it would be in, North, in like a Northbridge. But you'd have to get dressed up to go to Northbridge. Then. No, you wouldn't because no one else is dressed up. Everyone else is just there in their you know, shorts and t-shirt, like they probably are in Northbridge anyway. So you reckon this is going to sweep the world by storm that everyone's going to dress casually? <laughs> I reckon it's going to turn into all of those films they have, like The Matrix, where, and not, not The Matrix, 
like um surrogates where everybody is suddenly just living in the other world mm. this world is no longer good enough and then that is how the matrix happens well it's not but that's different if you've watched the matrix that that's as long as there's a like, there's a room where there's a massive cavern and everyone's wearing clothes that are semi-transparent and people are like jumping up and down to sacrifice, drums sacrifice and go yeah but they're all like sweaty and rubbing against it you remember that scene in the matrix it's like i think morpheus does his big speech and they're all anyway i do not remember that scene in the matrix <laughs> someone else i think it was remember. i think it was in blade <laughs> yeah life of the party in in the new bar in the new bar. Bar, man, bar is like such a good name. Beer, augmented reality. It's like, Let's do it. Let's, let's trademark it. It's the best. Beer, augmented reality, TM. I don't know if that's how it works, but we don't uh, know. TMRC, just in case. One of them. TMRC. Twerk. <laughs> Are you the life of the party? Is that what Am doing? I the life of the party? I don't think so. Mm-mm. No. Nope. No, uh, I don't know. The, the, it's a weird thing, though, where if I'm not the life of the party, I want to be the life of the party. And if I am the life of the party, I don't want to be the life of the party anymore. <laughs> I don't know if everyone else gets this, but I find that when I'm genuinely the center of attention, that is the last thing I want to be. But I'm also quite... I, I, so you're saying when you start t- saying a story then s- and more and more people start to turn in and listen to the story... No, when if, if you're at someone else's party mm-hmm. and then yeah, you start telling a story and it starts going out really well, you feel pretty awesome because you've swanned in, you're the hero, you know, your your flash heart coming in is massive swing everyone. But when everyone's like coming to your party and it's all about you and suddenly <laughs> everyone's wanting to make you make sure you have a good time, you're just like I'm I'm not I'm not liking this. <laughs> I don't know, I'm I'm not often the life of the party. like when I have parties that when we had at the resort, I'd I'm happy to Keep the snaggers going. Like, I'm happy to facilitate. That was probably easier because, I don't know, did you have many, did you have parties where it was like, it's your party as opposed to just, it's a party at the resort? Yeah, maybe it's less, it's more just a communal effort. Right, because the reason, the reason the time this happened was when Tammy organised my, my birthday party, which mm. was great, surprise birthday party. But then suddenly, after through, I realised, I'm like, everyone's just here to try and make sure that I'm having a great time. Well, great, had, had had a great time, got to do all the things I would normally want to do at a party. Mm-hmm. But I was also suddenly like, there's now a lot of pressure on me to not be sad. Yeah, you can't have a bad night. Tammy's giving me a really dirty look <laughs> now, now. I just said it was awesome. <laughs> it especially got really awkward at one point when I thought I was having a sack. That's all of a sudden got... I when did just, that Oh, uh, no, I just got a sharp pain in my chest. Oh, and then I was just suddenly like, what's going on? I'm just like, well, it's probably nothing. In fact, it was nothing. But sudden, suddenly, everyone's everyone's on tenterhooks. Everyone's like, "What's going on?" Well, generally, when you're clutching your heart, it's happened yeah. one. Well, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> I'm exaggerating. But there was one one other time this happened was when I decided I was going to move to Australia. Hey, it's a big mess. Then, then, uh, my family decided, "Oh, we're going to throw a party for Andrew as well." And I hate it was the most awkward thing for, thing in my life when everyone was just like, "Oh, we're going to miss you and stuff," and they're singing, "Oh, they sang for he's a jolly good fellow." And I was just like, "This is it. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it." And that's when I realised like. Yes, I love being the centre of attention. Not when I actually deserve it, though. Okay. I hate I hate genuinely being... <laughs> like to earn it, damn it. Yeah, yeah. If, I, if I've managed to, like, jump off the roof into the swimming pool and then I'll be the life party, sweet. But if everyone's just turning up to just go, oh, you did very well recently, then he's going, oh, please stop. I'm literally leaving. That's all I'm doing. I'm not doing that was, Yeah, that's, you're like, literally all I'm doing is abandoning you all. Don't love me too much. <laughs> don't... don't. Hey, you're leaving. Let's have a party. I'm like, wait, what are you trying to say? Oh, Aren't leaving the parties the worst? Yes. <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's a story behind that. No, I'm also like on the other end of that. In that, I mentioned this to Nat the other night. In that, I've long had the opinion that I am a friend slut. A friend slut. A friend slut. Is this another? Is this another tr- term you coined? Yep, it is. It is. But it's mostly because of Frisbee. So all through uni, playing Frisbee, our team usually had imports. We were like the Perth Wildcats of, of uni. And so we're generally yeah. an okay team. Our local local players were, were okay, but we generally did well because we had a few star players come in. So back in their home in, in the US normally, they played college Frisbee. They were awesome. Come to Australia. They just so happened to unfortunately come to our uni we're the only team that plays. They have to play for us. We've got an amazing player. Yeah, and that's it. They are building the team. The team is exactly. being carried basically the whole around them, right? And it's been great. And I've gotten along so like all, all the guys that have come over, 
but they're only ever here for six months. And they always left, and always made really good friends, and then they left. It's like, I guess I'll wait for the next one to come along. <laughs> so are you saying you just trust too easily? Well, no, I just make, like making friends. But I need to make, <laughs> make more friends with Perth people, damn it. <laughs> I just like making friends. <laughs> but so, and, and in the end, like, in the goodbyes come, it's like, I know, like, you have to leave. I found that, like, it's really weird when that happens because you think, like, you might spend however long talking to someone. And in some cases, these people, I think I've been known for ages and I've known for, like, six months. And you leave me like, oh, this is amazing. But then someone who you've known for, like, three years disappears and you don't really notice. And you can't you can't pick that, really, to a point. Mm-hmm. But then, so when, like, when people leave, like, they can just leave just very suddenly. Just be like, oh, yeah, I'm moving away. I'll probably not see you. How about Shane? <laughs> Shane's just gone. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> yep. Uh, and it happens more than you think mm. when you suddenly look more back and, and you're just like all those people you thought I like there was definitely a thing when I first moved to Perth there was like a team of happy pigs that I met mm-hmm. and went to Nassau with and I thought that's cool these are the people I'm going to know for you half of them don't even live here anymore yeah for sure yeah and you, you just look back or and had like, kids or something or have kids or just found somewhere else frisbee. to be mm-hmm. and you just thought oh so actually all these people you think you're going to know for ages you don't and then find that people you don't normally know you hang out with for ages that's normally the way also when you meet a new group of people, you'll meet the first person and you'll think you're going to be great. Have you ever had this where you think this first person you meet is going to be yep. your best mate? Yep. Yep. And in the end, for some reason or another, that person doesn't end up being your best mate. This yep. other person comes along and they end up... It's just like this weird thing you, that happens. You can't, you can't you pick it. You get blindsided. You just can't pick it. And mm. then you, it'll be something like when you go to university, you'll go there and you'll might, you might start doing something you're doing at home. So playing frisbee, you go and join the frisbee team and you're like oh, these could be my mates. And then you've realized three years down the line, you're actually like, oh, actually, I, I spend a lot of time with frisbee people, a lot, but not the same ones. Mm-hmm. They kind of go on a rotation, whereas these people who don't play frisbee, they're the ones I actually hang out with all the time. I feel like you're trying to say something. No, this isn't. <laughs> I can't get rid of you. You keep on turning up at my house. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Uh, I often found, thought about this and how, I think we might have talked about this. i got to stop saying that. But you know when you first went, every year, every unit you have, university that wherever you sat at that very first lecture dictated who you met what friendships you and had and you tend to start sitting next to the same people yeah oh you don't you go to the same set did you end up going to the same seat every lecture nope oh did you guys mix it up all uh, the time? well we were in a lot of different places okay so you got moved around a lot so like we might have like that yes you're doing that unit or your class lecture but it's a different it would be in a different lecture hall next week or something Ah, okay so you sit in roughly the same area and you'll start sitting next to the same people right but it moves around a lot ours ended up being the exact i don't know i remember i ended up going to the exact same seat then i went every i am thinking about now there is one there was one of the smaller fit rooms where i think i know exactly where i sat every every week yeah so it did happen Yeah. yeah and that makes you think um like when you go to pre-primary, like the person that you meet at the start is probably going to be the person like... Probably. You're going to hang out with them loads. I remember like one of my mate's mums was, she said the story like after dropped them off or whatever at school, at pre-primary or whatever. And then afterwards she'd say, um, this is Rice's mum. And she said like, oh, isn't that um, that Adam, Adam kid, isn't he a nice boy? And... Yeah. They ended up like, like basically telling him like, you should stick with him. He seems like a nice he, kid. He seems like a straight shooter. And they end up, you know, they've been lifelong friends, right? Yep. Just because they met at pre-primary, they're probably the first person they met at pre-primary. That people, then people, you, when you talk, when you meet people at primary school, you like, you can't tell what they're going to turn out friends. to be like. No. The other weird thing is, if you make a massive move, you might, you might have really good best friends, and going somewhere like, I suppose it wouldn't be. It's a bit different for you because when you went to university, you didn't go as far. Mm-hmm. But like in the UK, you, you go quite a bit further from you to university and then you're meeting, talking to very different people. And you might suddenly find the people who were your best friend at home. And you, when you go back, you just immediately, that's it. You're going out on the piss or you're going to do whatever you used to do and you're best friends again. But most of the time, you don't talk to them. Mm-hmm. And Tammy doesn't like this because when I, she keeps going, oh, when was the last time you spoke to, to about this person? I'm just like, no, I don't know, probably last year sometime. But those people as well, even because everyone changes, especially when you don't see someone for a while. The the weird thing is though that when you do catch up with them, 
That's it. It's fine. You just, just, it's just catch crazy. Up. It's just like nothing. That's cool about friends, I think. I like having friends. Friends are good. Speaking of friends, when you uh, talk nicely to your friends and ask them lots of questions, you might ask them some very personal questions. Uh, yeah. Some, what um, kind of uh, questions might you ask them, Copes? Deep personal questions that they'd want to talk about in a survey. You deserve that ring. That was no, I don't really deserve <laughs> No bells in this episode. I re- no, I don't, think, I don't think either of us really did a good enough job at either of those segues. <laughs> That's true. Well, well, we I, this one. But anyway, the survey, we, I'll, I'll give a, a bit while a, ago. How long ago was it you did this? I'll give a bit of a, a backstory. So in 07, 08, I went to Wisconsin for a summer camp, boys' summer camp, the whole camp counselor thing. I am really jealous that you actually got to do that. And it definitely, like, not shaped, but... Changed you as a person. For sure. I was a different person. And it's probably as well because that was the first time I ever traveled alone and it's a great way to be start traveling because it's not sheltered, but it's very organized. And in the end, you make a lot of friends. And we traveled for seven weeks afterwards and just stayed at a whole bunch of different people's places on the way because you just make friends the whole time. And it was fantastic. And camp was like the best place because I felt like a kid and you just do all this crazy stuff it was the best experience in, i'm not sure if you have summer camps in england not quite the same way we don't have them at all here so it's a completely different world um there is something about the stereotypical american camp by the lake where your kid goes and stays for how many weeks like six weeks either a month or two months yeah. oh, oh my god that sounds amazing and i wish i could do that now and just go Imagine and do the kids things. as well because they they go out to the same camp every summer and they make camp friends and do they realize how lucky they are to be able to do that it's expensive too. I, I, it, it bloody blesses me. Mm. If, if that was the only reason I'm not doing it right now. If it was cheap, I'd, I'd live there. I mean, or they'd be like, can you please... It's a kid. Please, sir, can you please stop coming back? We've told you... The court has told you several times. <laughs> One 50 the, meters distance. <laughs> from the camp. <laughs> One of the coolest things we did is... Um, so there's a whole bunch of... Uh, toilet cubicles and all the to- it was a same sex camp it was all boys camp so yep. they didn't have to worry about this too much but all the cubicles were next to each other and they just had curtains at the front not not doors and so you're all next to each other and there's like I don't know 20 to- toilet blocks really close together and there's this thing called like a poop party where when you go to the toilet and you go at the same time and you poop but you just chat with each other right at the same time and so you're just like you want to go for a poop party and you're like sure poop party no worries and I don't think this is a normal thing. No, but this is the camp thing. This is the fantastic I don't, thing. Yeah, about. you can keep on telling yourself that, Copes. But it's also a boys' camp. You've got to remember this. Like, poop's just a yeah, big what's, thing. Yeah, what happens at camp stays at camp, Copes. <laughs> and this thing happened, me and this guy, we, um, is largely him, but I definitely jumped on this bandwagon because I love this kind hey, of Copes, thing. have you dropped the soap? Is that what he'll say? <laughs> nope. And we decided that we were going to have this underground operation. We put flyers up around camp. This was before the kids arrived, like during orientation. And we are going to have an underground group poop party where we wanted to get bums on all the toilets in camp, like all the counselors. And have massive party. And we had this date set this one night. It was only a couple of nights before the kids arrived. And we we're honestly scared because we didn't think the septic system could handle all the toilets flushing at the same time. It wasn't the best system to start. So you were just hoping to we're break it. a bit it. nervous. And I was running late for the, you know, the deadline for it. And all during the day, like word had got around because we didn't want the directors to know about it. We're doing something stupid like this. Of course not. You're essentially organizing a denial of service attack on the toilets. <laughs> and we word got around all during the day. The guys are coming up to me and like grabbing my shoulders and going, I've been needing to poop all day, but I'm saving it tonight. <laughs> People Thanks are saving it. Because you can't just poop on command. You have to hold it in and then unleash it, right? That's the only way I found it. that's very... Like, if I try and hold it in, there's going to be a point where it's going to be like, you. there's no return. Yeah, and you have to time it. So people were trying to get their schedules and so that they pooped every time at the same night. So it was a big, big system. And it basically happened 7 o'clock and I was running late, so I had to just run towards the toilet and be like, sorry guys, I'm late. And I, I get into the, the dorm and we're like, it's on, let's go. And everyone's like, yeah. And someone's like, some people are in golf, like little golf buggies, like driving across the oval. Someone had an air horn. I've got vivid memories of this scene. And apparently the air horn on the lake is a signal of like an emergency. So we've got in a bit of trouble for using the air horn. 
But everyone's running towards this toilet block and I get there and my mate's got it set up with a disco light <laughs> just going around. It's at night time and Kanye West is playing like in really loudly and we're all just there. We've got a group poop party and it's the biggest one yet that we've ever had and we all fill the, the cubicles and basically I have a massive chat and it lasts for like, I don't know, a minute. Because everyone's desperate to shit. Everyone's right, like, by this poof, time. And like, well, Explodes. And then we all finish. We're all like, yeah, that was great. And we all leave. Right? It's just <laughs> Never talk to each other again. A moment in history. Won't look at them in the eyes. It was one of my favorite moments of camp. And um, so, long story short, a couple of years ago, I wanted to do it. Like, we always talked about doing a, a world group poop party. Like, what if we get people from around the world to poop at the same time. This is what it was all about. Exactly. That's where it originated from, right? I remember this happening. I can't remember why I couldn't attend. And I think my mate thought I was a bit weird because I kept like, when did we do it? What date did we do it? I want to do it the same day. He's like, what do you mean? Because I think he did lots Cause I wanted, of Because wasn't it like 10 in the morning or something? It ended up, I needed to, yeah. I ended up having to do it while I was at work. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got to go. No, no, you just need to finish it off. No, I've got to go. <laughs> I managed to snuck out. I was pretty happy. And we ended up having like a, a shared on Cat Texas, and we ended up getting like I think twenty people pooping at the same time, which is pretty amazing. Like, kudos to the group of friends that did it. It was great fun. We should try it again sometime. I think we'll oh, build think up I'll, to it in a couple of years. I'll get, get it going again. But um, afterwards, I thought we've got all these people finally talking about poop. Like, let's do something with it. And me and my friends always had this thing about some people. This came at work today, actually. Some people sit to wipe their bum, and some people stand to wipe their bum. And the other half has no idea the other half exists. Exactly. Not only that, except it's, it's clearly been doing rounds, the rounds of the internet, because it came up in my work the other day. Gotcha, okay. And there, the, it was an overwhelming majority for sit down. Yep. And I was trying to convince people, I mean, I'm a sit down. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to convince people, I'm like, no, there is a lot of people who stand up. Mm-hmm. But we just, what you wouldn't know. Exactly. Like you can look look out that window, see little people walking past. Half of them stand. Half of them stand up. Yeah, and and people they're just going. That doesn't make any sense. You just and to be perfectly honest, even though I know this happens, I still don't really understand the mechanics. Yeah, there's a lot of questions and mysteries in this world, and this is one of them. <laughs> it's got to be answered. How do you stand and wipe? So I set out to write a survey, and we'll see if we can get it in time, um, of exact the intricacies of how people poo. And I put this out. I think we've got about oh, 60 answers. 60 responses. There's a lot of responses. And they're quite personal details. And if you'd like, I'd like to ask you these questions and submit yeah, sure. on your behalf. Let's go for it. All right. Let me quickly read the discussion. Quickly. Let's cut to the straight to the chase. There is a lot of mysteries in this world. A lot of things happen and not a lot of information is shared. Following the world's largest group poop party last week, I needed to know more about life, about poop, about how everyone else poops. No one talks about what happens in the toilet. I want to change that. If not for anyone else, then simply for my curiosity. Think about this. You were taught by your parents how to look after yourself in the toilet. They were taught by their parents, and them theirs, and so on. If we trace this back far enough, perhaps there was originally one way of pooping. But over the years, (laughs) there has been the most amazing game of Chinese whispers ever played. And this may rock your world like it did the first time I found out, but not everyone poops the way you do. If you sit to wipe your bum, you're going to be amazed to hear that some people stand to wipe. Likewise, if you stand to wipe, did you know people actually sit to wipe? I know. Crazy. So I want to take it to the next level. I want to conduct the world's largest poop survey. We all poop, but somewhere along the line of history, it became socially unacceptable to talk about it. So how is one to know if they were even doing it right? Is there even a right way of doing it? You tell me. <laughs> I've created this survey to find out how people around the world do the do. And if you're here spending your quality time on this earth reading this spiel, you are the exact person I'm looking for. It is completely anonymous and following the results, I plan on creating an infographic that people can pin on their work notice boards or back of toilet doors for the unenlightened. You are the type of people that matter in the world. Your values should be treasured and shouted from the rooftops. You are who I want my future children to look up to. But for now, (laughs) let's answer some questions. I want to know a little more about you, about how you poop. The world would also like to know a little more about how you poop. They are just too nervous to ask themselves. All right. Gender, male or female. Is this anonymous? 
yep. <laughs> it's completely anonymous, Andrew Baxter. <laughs> Male. Do you prefer to sit or squat to do the deed? Sit. Do you sit or stand to what? Sit, stand, or I do both on different occasions. Sit. I, well, I suppose there are times when I have had to stand. Okay. But sit. Yep. I'm definitely overwhelming sit, yeah. Do you wipe with your left or your right hand? You can say left, right. I use either hand interchangeably, or I use both hands at the same time, known as the double-handed crank. Left. But who on earth does the double-handed mm, crank? <laughs> do you fold or scrunch the toilet paper to wipe? Fold. Religiously. On average, how many squares of paper would you use per wipe? Uh, three now. It's gone up. On average, how many wipes do you complete per sitting? Oh, it depends on what I've eaten. Mm, average. Average, uh, let's go three or four. Wow, efficient. efficient on average, how many times do you poop a week? Uh, probably about 10. 10, 12. Okay, put 11. <laughs> on average, how long might you sit on the throne per sitting in hours, uh, minutes, seconds? Uh, average in, in what? Hours, minutes, seconds. In hours, minutes, like? seconds. Yeah, all of the above. Um, I don't know, about 10 minutes. That's definitely gone up since you know my, I've, I've been able to take Facebook to uh, Facebook to the toilet. That's true. <laughs> when wiping, how do you reach your bum? Around the back of my body or the front through my legs? Around the back. Go for the Which direction around. do you wipe? Front to back, back to front, circular. Uh, front to back. Do you usually poop at roughly the same time each time? Yep. If so, when is that? Morning, midday, afternoon, night. Morning. Do you poop on work hours? Yes. What okay. is your hourly wage? I'm not telling you that. Fuck off. Okay. Nope. <laughs> Do you know what? All these personal yep. questions, that is the exact answer I get from 75% of the people. They're I, like, I, I'm going to tell you exactly how I wipe my ass, but fucked if you're going to find out how much I earn. God damn it. This is anonymous. I, I remember you talk, telling, us about the, telling me about this at the time and I'm like, that is a really weird thing for people yeah. to be like, yeah, I, I wipe my ass in circles, but fuck off am I telling you my wage? <laughs> Basically, I'm trying to figure out how much people are getting paid to wipe their ass. But people are going to gloss over that. Where is your favourite place to poop? At home, at work, at a friend's place, public toilet, elsewhere? At home. Is going to the toilet an enjoyable experience for you? Yes, no, sometimes. Sometimes. Do you use your phone while on the toilet? Yes, yes. no, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever taken a photo of your poop? Ooh, no. If you're stuck on a stranded island with no food, could you resort to eating your own poop to survive? Nope. Will you still be friends with Mark after completing this survey? Nope. Oh, the only answer is yes. Bad luck. Oh, damn it. <laughs> All right. And that is the survey. I've just submitted it for you. I feel like as, as a response, it is weird that the only one that people wouldn't answer would be how much do you earn? Isn't that, that shocked me. I did not think, I thought people, because I'm, I've talked about work, talked about like get, pooping on it. Like the if, obvious conclusion is how much are you getting paid to poop? I, I think that is a weird because it would be great to work out like is do you if people who get paid more do they take more or less time yeah is more like, for is sure like a sweet spot where people are getting paid the most to poop because they poop the longest but get paid so long if they pay yeah more. but that is by far the most resounding um, statistic I've found so far while doing the survey is people do not want to tell me how much they get paid weird that people don't but know. anyway that is the survey, and there's some interesting answers and there. And it's still up there, isn't it? Yep, I'll put the link in the show notes. So you can still go and see it. We're going to put that. You're going to remember how to put it in the show notes. Oh yeah, I'll put it in somehow. Yeah, I'm surprised I found it. I don't want to see the picture for this week's episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> occasionally, because uh, I get pinged on my email how? every time the sun comes in. Yeah. Occasionally, I just get an email with a response, very personal information of how people poo. I'm like. Hey, where have you found this link? <laughs> like, I don't know how it's doing the rounds. Still. I haven't been advertising this. It went on Reddit like years ago, but not since. And I don't know how it's being shared. But yeah, so occasionally it comes in little waves, like they've shared it with their friends and because it's great being anonymous. So if you want to do it, share it with your friends. Fantastic. We're one step closer. Or if you have um, some further questions you'd like me to add to the survey, just head to the puppiesandwallerman.com and, and then we shall talk about the uh, the results in a future episode yeah the future yeah in the future uh, one episode that is not this one after 25 after 25 yeah after 2025 or after 25 mm, either or whatever comes first whichever one comes first I, I think I well uh, yeah. yep yep you've never taken a photo of your poop no is that weird do you know a, a website called ratemypoo.com uh, I know of it mm-hmm. yep can you guess what you do uh, do you rate Rate, rate, rate someone's poo. poo, yeah. Yep. The biggest mystery at camp Absent. that we ever had was we found an unflushed poo that had distinct 
different tones of poo in there. Oh, I've had that. But this is different colours. This was like. not from the same person. And it uh, boggled us. I've had like dark brown and light brown in the same poo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Should I be concerned about that? No, I'm pretty sure on memory there was a bit of blue in one of them. Right. Damn. Which is a mystery in itself. But in... It's the kiddies and the glitter in the corner. Have you been to the US? So, you know how in Australia, the water level of the toilet is really low? Yes. Probably a foot from your ass? Uh, it's, well, actually, I'd say that it's kind of the same with the UK. It's that, the reason for the parachute that we've talked about before. You have to put, because by the time your poo hits the water, it's hit terminal velocity. It has and not. Things are going, <laughs> things are going out of control. But in the States, have you ever clogged the toilet and the water's just like flooded to the top of the bottom? I've seen these kind of toilets somewhere. I can't remember where, no, but it's America, basically like a swimming pool. They are, the water level is higher. So if you go for a very eager uh, dip with your hand when you go for the wipe, or if things have stacked up a little too high, I things are in the way. So then maybe that's why people stand up there. Maybe, maybe, that's why people maybe stand up. in the US they do. There's more of a chance of that. But I've, no, I've never had a problem where I'm going to be looking at it going, trying to reach around and then going, whoop, fingers gone in. Yeah, no, there's never a mountain of poo that big. No, but this is a very real possibility over there. So that could be actually a reason why they stand. But apparently this was on the radio and there was a 50-50 split of people that stand. I reckon it, 50-50 sounds like that. That's a very reasonable amount for it to be there. Do you do the same way now that your parents did to you when you were a kid? No, I made a recent change. I got recent leave. change? Recent? How recent? Uh, in the last year. What? What? What's, what's changed? I now, I've got really lazy and I just use more sheets and just fold them up and it's slightly less Oh, yeah, lazy. okay. You've gotten more lazy, not more efficient. Yeah, I haven't like worked out how I can use half a sheet less per sitting. If anything, I'm using more. Yep. Not because why would you ever use less paper? Like, there's more risk of, of poop. poop entering your fingers. Now, let's face it, I've had some bad experiences coming yeah. out of toilets. So, yeah. yeah. And when you go to like a, an Asian country and they give you the paper as you enter? Or when you go to one and they don't. Oh, Jesus, really? Have you ever, have you, have you ever had to use a bidet? Uh, not a bidet, no. Just squatters. Just, just pray, to, pray to God you bidet never have to use a bidet. That's the one where... That's the, the squirty... The squirter. Yeah, they don't... That's for, right. I what assume I that was for I, women. I'm, no. For men as well. Yeah, as far as I know. Just to tickle your balls. Is it? Unless I've completely misread what it's for. I thought it was for washing your ass. I think it is. It's not a water yeah. fountain. No, it's not. It's like no. a... It's like It looks like a, sh- yeah. a little shower that, next to the toilet. Uh-huh. Right. And my question about this is, you use it, do your business, however... You know, may, some people might be used to it so they don't find it as weird and unpleasant. Mm-hmm. But then I'm sat there and I've now got a wet ass mm-hmm. hanging above the toilet. And I'm like, well, I need to put my trousers on. No toilet paper. No. Can't use that soak up. No, there's nothing... Yeah, God forbid there'd be some kind of towel. So that's a good thing they don't have that. But you're just like, <laughs> how, well, how, do, how do I get from this bit to being outside of this room in a presentable manner mm-hmm. without basically right. soaking Dripping my pants? Ass juice everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In Japan, man, toilets are fascinating. You've got a, it's like a recliner. With, well, it's not a recliner at all, but there's all these a buttons next toilet. to you. There's all these buttons next to you and they're all in Japanese and you have no idea what they are. But the seat is warm. That's great. Seat is always is, warm, is it, and is it's that not a good the awkward thing? warm because the person's been there before right. you. It's a great warm in that, like, hey, we've preheated it for you. Like, it's not cold to sit hey, on. Hey, we've been considerate. Yeah. yeah, that's great. But the buttons. I remember the first night. The buttons. <laughs> you just have to have a crack at some of them, and some of them like shoot air up there to dry things, which is it's just what you need. Day. But yeah. you don't get that in some the middle of the. Some of them shoot water up there. Some of them play music. Some do all sorts, and it's like Russian roulette with a toilet. <laughs> And it's the scariest game you've ever played. Like, you I were there. had a squeal when I got the water up there when I was expecting it. I just love the idea of you being sat there, arse out, and just like scrunching up your face as you're about like, to press a button and hoping yeah. that it's not going to All of a sudden, something. flames. You know, one of them is like something. The, the automatic wipe is just going to come straight up and go... That's very scary. But toilets are fascinating over there. It's, yeah, you're right. It's something that people don't talk about. Probably with good reason. They don't. I remember, yeah, the first time where I found out that someone did it different to me, it rocked my world. And the people that think, are you a front to back or back to front? Uh, front to back. I don't understand how you could do back to front. Yeah. Like do you think that I just get it all over my 
genitals and and I just keep wiping all up my chest because I can't seem to stop. No, you stop at the end. Like but, there's no problem. But I've never. Just, it's a push, no pull, vibe pull. That's because oh, you're reaching from around the back, aren't you? I don't understand how you can reach through the front. That just makes no sense. There is hey, too much stuff in the way. My legs are apart. They're already there. There's a gap for my hand. Another thing, I didn't have it on there, but do you check it off before you put it in? Yeah. Yeah, of course you do. That you need to know if you're finished. Exactly. Like, is this shit like, wet I don't know if, if that's normal. And sometimes I do question myself doing it. I'm like, this is a bit weird. It's like blowing your nose and checking the handkerchief, but you're doing it every day. I uh, definitely have to make sure, like, if the paper's brown, we're not done. Yeah, that's, that's my policy as well. There needs to be a slogan. If it's brown... I don't know. Just if it's brown. Keep, if it's brown. If it's brown, keep wiping. There's a t-shirt. If it's brown, keep wiping. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just this brown smear in the middle of a white shirt. <laughs> it's just like a little brown smear coming a bit on oh. the t-shirt. And then there's balls. Brown balls. Oh, yeah, we've designed a t-shirt. That's all. We should just be out of that one. And that is the end of an episode. Thanks for listening, guys. We're three weeks of recording in a row. This could essentially yeah. be a weekly podcast. Oh, I was yeah, going to say that. Yeah, getting his ass into gear and upload it. Yeah, how's the uh, one that's meant to be uploaded for the last two days? Oh, that's it was my part. I didn't get, no, man. Hey, what the... But when you sent me the text message going, hey, you were going to get around to uploading that? I literally read it and just went, what's Cope to talk about? I uploaded it yesterday. Whoa, that got a bit louder. Anyway, uh, that's, is that... Can they hear me still? Yeah, they can still hear you. Oh, it's too loud. No, they can still hear you. Keep it going. Uh, where can they go? If they would like to send us a message by carrier pigeon, you can go to www.puppiesandwatermelon.com, and there you'll find many wonderful things. You can find a link to the Facebook page. You can find a link to all the things, all the blah blah blahs. You can now stream it on YouTube. Oh, we're on YouTube. We should probably point out that's a pretty big thing. Mm-hmm. Not only that, not only is Puppy and Watermelon on YouTube, but Cow Texas is now on Instagram, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Got a lot of followers at the moment. That's pretty good. Five. Five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Five. They'll get there. Did you see the comment looks great on Instagram? I don't have Instagram, so I haven't watched oh, it. Man, Tammy's following it. Swipe it frame by frame. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you should check it out. Cow.texas on Instagram. Cow.texas. You had to put the dot. Turns out there is someone that already has Cow Texas. <laughs> Can you believe it? It's this. Woman I hate it when that happens. You just like this is, is like pretty unique. No one else is going to have it. I'm really annoyed that my uh, Steam account which is just two fairly random words put together. Someone, like, mine is with an underscore, I think, or with a dot in the space. And then I accidentally once typed it with a space instead of an underscore, and it was like, no, that one's already taken. I'm like, ah, what? It's not like it's my name. I'd understand if it was name, name, but nah. Yeah. You- anyway, if you want to go to uh, Twitter, you can follow us. Uh, I'm at Tarkin Ultimate Copes is... Cope Stalin. Uh, stuff, stuff, stuff. Cool. See you next time. See you next time. Catch you guys.